Welcome to Screw the Hierarchy, episode 77. This is Deb Falzoy, and this week I'm talking about getting altitude on our lives, looking at our our lives from a long-term perspective and making sure that we're we're not just living our lives according to our values, but we're pursuing what we want out of life according to our terms and nobody else's, regardless of how we were raised, what our parents value, what siblings value, um, really becoming vulnerable and valuing vulnerability and asking ourselves, what is it that we truly want out of life? Are you ready to hear more of what I have to say? More after this. If you're a target of workplace abuse and want to break free of the grips of abusive power, you found your place. I'm your host, Deb Falzoy, and the podcast begins now. So I went to a funeral yesterday for someone who I didn't know. He was um, a friend of my boyfriend's from childhood, and he died very young. He was 32 years old had a growing family, um, died of a a rare disease. And I was really struck during this funeral, you know, looking at the program for it, um, of the fact that when we die, our lives are defined by these two bookends, the time we take our first breath and the time we take our last breath. And it's in that hyphen between those two dates that we live our lives. It is marked by our values, um, you know, what we decide to put out there, the risks that we take. And it really made me take some pause with my life and, and look at, as Liz Ryan talks about, um, getting some altitude and, and looking at, are am I living my life in this way that is defined by my own values? If I, if I take some, um, you know, look from a, a sky high version or, or perspective, I should say, um, am I doing what I want to do in life from a long-term perspective? And it is in those moments I've talked a few weeks ago about, a graduation giving me that altitude, Uh, you know, now it's a funeral giving me that altitude and really making me question, what do I want out of life? What do I want to be in that hyphen? You know, the, it, it wasn't until the last part of the funeral when his wife gave the eulogy that I really had a glimpse into what this man valued in life, how he treated his wife, how he treated his family, how he truly lived. And I want us this week to take some time to really think about that, really think about despite what our parents value, what our siblings value, um, what anyone in our lives might value, what do we value? What do we what do we want to live our lives around? What what are our most important values that we have? And how can we build our lives around that? And not just having this, you know, no one talked at this funeral about how big his house was or how much money he had or 
um, how prestigious his job was. It was really about how he treated those around him who he loved. And it, it gave me some pause, even though I feel like I've spent some time, a lot of time actually, um, getting that altitude and figuring out what I want out of life, despite what other people around me want for me or, or value themselves. And I was really struck by this vulnerability that I could sense coming out of his family, how he described or how, how he was described, um, as being just so loving and, um, and caring for his wife and people around him. And it made me think of the summit that we had uh, just a couple of weeks ago when Manpreet Bawa talked about choices that we make. And he, he had a similar analogy of, of being in a building and being on that ground floor where we hear all this noise from people. Um, maybe it's just getting caught up in the day-to-day. Maybe it's um, hearing advice from people who might themselves fear vulnerability or fear taking risks to get what they want out of life. And as you move up the building and get to maybe the fifth floor or the 10th floor, we can gain some of that altitude and figure out, you know, first of all, cut down on that noise, but just get really quiet with ourselves and think like, what do we want as we look at this big picture? What do we want out of life? And as we get higher and higher, maybe to the roof of the building and get really, really settle into that perspective, what do we want to get out of life in the long term? And that having that um, that perspective occasionally can really help us get out of some of these traumatic experiences that we're in and really see, you know, this is one piece of our lives in getting to that perspective of this too shall pass and thinking, okay, what, where do I want to be long-term and what's the next step I can take to get there? And I'm not at all trying to minimize the healing aspect from workplace bullying, the, um, really grieving the, all of the losses that come along with this, no matter how small we feel like they might be, um, because they're real and they're important and we it's important to take that time for ourselves and that might be you know temping for a while or or setting our lives up with a safety net so that we can leave a toxic situation and get closer to where we want to be it might it might be thinking about gosh this industry that I thought would be great for myself when I was 18 or 21 or in my mid 20s really just isn't serving me anymore. This whole industry is is ripe with abuse. Um, whether that's, you know, it might be teaching or nursing or working in, a non, in the nonprofit sector, or it might be, you know, I know that there are options within this industry and I am determined to find one that is psychologically safe for me. Or it might be leaving it entirely and starting fresh and finding an industry that is more psychologically safe. It could be 
deciding, you know what, I want to work for myself. I'm done working for people in this whole system um, that seems to put money over people that um, just doesn't align with what I want out of life. So I this week I, I call you to get that perspective because it is so valuable to putting ourselves first and not in a, not in a, you know, selfish way of my needs are more important than other people's needs, but your needs matter. A lot of us as targets of workplace abuse, um, weren't taught that as children. We were taught that, you know, it is important to obey. And that's what our entire economic system is built around is like cultivating that, obedience in childhood of make you know rewarding the the students who are in honors programs and doing what they're told to do um while also encouraging critical thinking to some degree um but not necessarily rewarding that in the workforce and that's that's vitally important to living life according to our own values so You know, that could be getting on unemployment for a while or, you know, which a lot of people have been able to do under a hostile work environment. It could be just, you know, if we have that safety net, just taking a break. Um, If we don't have that safety net, it could be really doing our due diligence in finding a safe work environment, going on Glassdoor and seeing feedback about companies um, making deliberate choices, getting our, our resumes, which as, as Liz Ryan also talks about, um, that are focused on solving business problems and what we've accomplished in that area. And then, you know, having conversations with hiring managers where we're on the same level as them, where they need us just as much as we need them and really trying to, get those conversations going or, or seeing if they're, if they're out there, um, where we can talk with hiring managers about what business problems they have and what we can do to help them solve those business problems. Um, so it's really important that we come from a perspective that we deserve dignity and respect, no matter what level or what aspect of life this is in, whether it's a romantic relationship or our families where, where this, um, these power dynamics may have originated in the first place and, and, uh, made us used to the, these power dynamics. And although we may not have liked them, they are our comfort zone. And it's, it's really a matter of, Understanding what we want instead, understanding what's healthier, understanding what sort of childhoods we would have wanted instead. We would have wanted to feel heard. We would have wanted our feelings to be acknowledged. We would have wanted to feel like our feelings mattered instead of us being the obedient child who's who's doing things correctly. Um, just to be disappointed in the in the acknowledgement or lack of acknowledgement we're getting for having that obedience. So this week, I encourage you to think about that hyphen. Think about what you want 
to live between your first moment and your last moment, how, what kind of life you want to live, what you want to get out of life. Um, there are many ways that we can get that altitude and kind of actually force that altitude, um, without having to go to a funeral or a graduation. We could travel now that, now that, um, COVID restrictions are lifted and, you know, we can, we can get out and have some fresh perspective on things. It might be a day trip somewhere. It might be actually getting on a flight and and going to a place that is so different from us that it makes me, makes us question how we're living, how we want to live instead. Um, you know, what we're missing from our lives, what, uh, what opportunities we have to be vulnerable and take big risks. And um, even if we fail, we can possibly get closer to where we want to be and live the lives we want to live, that we were meant to live. So I ask you, what's one step you can take that might feel scary, that might feel risky, um, but that can after you've, you know, given it some thought, what, um, what kind of atmosphere you want to be in, what kind of life you want to be living. Maybe it's wanting more flexibility or, or more freedom to make choices you want in life. And maybe that's working for yourself if you're able to do that. Uh, maybe it's setting that up, taking that first step to do that while you're still in a current job. Or maybe it's setting things up to do that in a job that you're less interested in, but that will provide you with more psychological safety. Maybe it's working from home. Maybe it's, hopefully, it's uh, more human, empathetic management where you can, you know, not necessarily have to take a big plunge and risk as much, but that you can still work on things on the side to get where you want to be. Finding what that first step is to um, shake up your comfort level, but ultimately get to a more comfortable place where you're living by your values, where you can look back on a, on a life well lived and say, "I've done what I wanted to do. This is this is the life that that uh, brings out the essence of who I am," and that is what I ask you to do this week. Thank you for listening to Screw the Hierarchy. If you feel like you need more help, I have a free guide to recovery steps at dignitytogether.org targets and a sign up for daily boosts through your inbox at the same place. All of the content in this podcast was created and edited by yours truly, Deb Falzoy, and the music you heard is from Kevin McLeod. All right, have a wonderful rest of your week and I will see you on the next episode. Bye.